thank you, Father Lord. You will pray like this. Every power of evil world working against my life die in the name of Jesus. Yes, open your mouth and pray. Every power of evil world working against my life die, 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 Turn to the person beside you. You will pray for that person. And that person will pray for you. Make sure that that person is really praying for you. Because this is very important. You will pray. Every evil act of sickness of your glory. Shada! In the name of Jesus. Yes. Every evil act of your glory. Let it die. Let it die. Die. Let it die in the name of Jesus. Let it die in Jesus' name. We are praying. You will pray again like this. Power and signs will frustrate me. You are a liar. Die in the name of Jesus. Yes, you will not be frustrated. Any power said to frustrate you, command them to die. Let them die. Let them die. Let them die. Father Lord, anyone here that powers have been assigned to frustrate him or not, I command such power to die. Let them die. In the name of Jesus. Die, 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 die. In Jesus' name we pray. We are still praying. You will pray like this. That all Lord. Set me out from the midst of the crowd. And place me on top of the mountain. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Oh Lord. Set me out from the midst of the crowd. Place me on top of the mountain. Open your mouth and pray. Make sure you are praying. Lord, take me out from the midst of the crowd. I want to be on the top of the mountain in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Be quiet. When I ask you to say amen, you will say amen. But for now, I just want everywhere to be quiet. Father Lord, I speak against every contrary power in any life here. The Bible says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The word of God says, as soon as they hear my voice, they shall obey me. Every power assigned to frustrate any life here, I command such power, come out now and die. Don't say amen. Father, I pray, any power waiting for that person to complete this project in order to nullify him or her, Lord, I stand against such power and I put them into captivity. I command them to be bound, be bound, be bound, be bound, be bound, be bound, be bound in the name of Jesus. Lord, 
I speak forth into any life here that people have used evil words to play a curse upon their lives. Whether consciously and unconsciously, I pray, let that curse be broken today with the blood of Jesus. 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 Now you can say Amen. I decree, Father Lord, once again into the life of that person. I don't know who this person is. That Lord, arise and manifest your power in the life of this person in the name of Jesus. Every power that has attacked you as a result of your past, as a result of your foundation, that has enabled evil mouth to seek against your life, I command so trust to die suddenly. Father, we thank you because we know you've done it. Holy Spirit, speak through me. In Jesus' name we are praying. You may be seated in the presence of God. I'll be very fast because I want us to finish in time. For the last two Sundays, we've been talking about what? The written word. We've talked about part one. We've talked about part two last week. And today I will try to conclude it. So I will try to be fast. So you need to listen. So today we are talking about the written word part three. The written word, part 3. Please take out your notes and write. The written word, part 3. I would like to start this service with this quotation very quickly. You see, your life today is mainly as a result of what you have said about yourself yesterday, what has been spoken to you, and the totality of what you are now. Is a combination of what has been said, what you have heard, and what you have been thinking about your life. I repeat, your life today is mainly as a result of what has been said about you yesterday, and what was spoken to you. And the totality of what you are now is a combination of what has been said, what you have heard, and what you are thinking about your life. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 12, verse 37, that for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. A combination of what you say and what people say or have said about you goes a long way and somehow fashion who you are and who you will be. A man of God used to say that until your word comes, it is not your turn. Until your word comes, it is not your turn. What is your word? That word is the written word. And what is the written word? The written word is what you go about to confess, to say. That's why we used to say in this church that a closed mouth is a closed destiny. And it is what you are saying that brings forth revelation. That is something that God reveals to you, whether in your dream or whichever way that God speaks to you. 
Let me tell you one secret today. Until you know what is written, you cannot control what is happening. Until you know what is written in this book, you cannot control what is happening. So this week, that we are rounding up this subject, I want you to listen to me very well. Last week, I defined the meaning of the word. We also defined the meaning of the written word. We talked about the principles of the written word. Today, I will move forward by looking at types of words. There are two types of words, whether spoken or written. One, we have evil words and we have words of blessings. Evil words and words of blessings. We need to understand this so that when people say things that does not go as it is written, like I said last week, you use the word of God to reverse it. What is an evil word? The Bible says that any word that does not edify, words that are full of deceit, then words, foolish words, they are words that we define as evil words from the Bible. Now, let's go to the book of Ephesians very quickly. Ephesians chapter 5, and I will be reading from verse 4 to 7. Ephesians chapter 5, from verse 4 to 7. Now, I would like to read this Bible verse or passage from NIV. So if you have NIV, that's going to be an addition to you. NIV. And I read, Ephesians chapter 5, I'm reading from verse 4. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or quiet joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Verse 6. I'm going to verse 6 now of the same Ephesians chapter 5. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Verse 7. Therefore, be not your partners with them. I said last week, technically there is nothing like casual work. People say, I'm just saying it casually. But there is an intent of the mind behind those casual words. And that's why when people say things, when they say they have spoken it casually, you also reply back with the word of God casually that it is written. That is not what God has said concerning me. And therefore, going forward from today, any time anybody speaks to you, I want you to judge that word with this acronym. And it's called THINK. That's T-H-I-N-K. THINK. T-H-I-N-K. Anytime anybody speaks to you or say anything, pass through those five-letter words. The first one is T. TRUE. TRUE. The second letter, H. HONEST. The third one is I. INSPIRING. The fourth one is N. NOBLE. And the last one, which is K, knowledgeable. So, is it true? Is it honest? Is it inspiring? Is it noble? Is it knowledgeable? And where did I get this? If you go into the book of Philippians chapter 4, from verse 8, 
Philippians chapter 4 from verse 8. Let's open our Bible quickly to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. I will read. The Bible says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. So, if that spoken word is true, then yes, it's the word of blessing. If it is not true, it is not a word of blessing. I continue reading Ephesians 4 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, is it honest? When it's honest, it means it is sincere, it's dignified, it is splendid. Whatsoever things are just, when it is just, it is inspiring, it is honorable, it is, it is reputable. Whatsoever things are pure, pure means to be noble, to be authentic. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good reports, good report means is it gracious, is it charming. I made an example last week. I said, and I was, and I used Eniola. If Eniola comes in into the church, and I walked up to Eniola and I said, "Wow, you are looking so sweet." She smiles. She be on top of the world. But if somebody else comes into the church, and I looked at the person, and I said something like, "Are you sure you really have a mirror in the house?" I said, "No matter what the person may be putting on, throughout the service." He cannot hear anything. And that's an evil word. Back to Philippians 4.8. If there be any virtue, what are the benefits? What are the benefits? If there be any praise, think on these things. Going forward, anytime anybody speaks to you, just Flash back to those five letters. T-H-I-N-K. Is it true? Is it honest? Is it inspiring? Is it noble? Is it knowledgeable? The second type of word is words of blessings. Words of blessings. And I will use this quotation to explain it. There is a poet that is called Hori. His name is Hori Newen. He's a Dutch. And it said something about the power of spoken words and written words. It said something which was very touching. It said, Over the years, I have come to realize that in life, one of the greatest traps is self-rejection. One of the greatest traps is self-rejection. It goes on to say that success Popularity, power, can present a very great temptation to anybody. But their seductive quality often comes from the way, and they are part of the much larger temptation of self-rejection. Most of the time, the people, while people want to be successful, at all means, they want to feel like they belong. They want to feel like, yes, people need to hear my voice. It's because internally, they are battling with self-rejection. Now, listen. And it says, how does this come into play? It said, 
when we become to believe the voices that tells us we are worthless, we are unlovable, then that person is trapped in self-rejection. And that's why I said, the moment people begin to say some certain things, and you begin to accept those things into your mind, then you gradually boxing yourself into what I would call the captivity of self-rejection. People will talk. Talk is cheap. But what you need to understand is what are they saying? When we started this topic, I said there is a difference between the facts and the truth. Yeah, what you are saying may be the fact. You are this, you are that. But that is not the truth because the truth is only in the word of God. And that is what I stand with. Because who has the final say? God, Jehovah. Now, what is the solution? It says that what you need to do is that we all need an ongoing blessings that allow us to hear in an ever new way that will belong to God. Hence, the reason why you need words of blessings. So that when people say things that bless you, and you continually hear that, it begins to shape you. The good news about words of blessings is that it will remind you that you are always guided by the love of God. And that every step of your life is there to lead you. When you go into the Bible, Jesus specifically instructed Moses and Aaron about how to speak to the children of Israel. Though they were very rebellious, but yet God does not permit anybody to speak to them anyhow. It's as a result of the utterances that Moses made that got him into trouble. They are rebellious, but yet God says, you know what? Why do you want to speak to these people? There is a way I want you to address them. The way that comes with the word of blessings. And you are spiritual Israelites. Therefore, when anybody speaks to you, as it is not written, you should not keep quiet. You should reverse it. And immediately you reverse it. It goes back to where it's coming from. Within my short lifespan, I've discovered so many things. Especially within the colored people. You see, most of the times, the way we speak, the language we use, the colloquialism we use, they don't really bless. Why is this so much of prominence within us? I'm not saying other people do not say it. But the percentage is higher from one to the other. And I've also discovered that sometimes, no matter the amount of education qualification a man sometimes may have, no matter the amount of work they have, sometimes they live like somebody that a certain world is working against his or her life. 
I've seen people who have money and still they have a slave mentality. I've seen people who go to school that have PhD and yet they still have a slave mentality in their thinking, in their approach to things. And that's why I'm telling you here, never, never let anybody use the words of their mouth, use any statistics from anywhere to box you up in a corner. There is no need to argue. You can say anything you want to say. But at the back of my mind, I know this is what God has said concerning me. And as I say that, I may not be able to reply you instantly or there. But at the back of my mind, I am reversing that thing. Let me use this illustration. In the educational system, now listen to me very well, because this is a subject that is burning in my mind. In the educational system, we have what we call a syllabus or curriculum. You all know what curriculum is. Basically, the curriculum or syllabus tells you the topics that you will be studying in a particular subject. And at the end of the term, now let's assume you've gone through all the topics. Now, you somehow become what you've studied. How? Because you have actually taken time to read. So, somehow, we may conclude that in a way, you are a product of that curriculum or syllabus. Because you've studied through it. That's why you can approach your exams confidently. Now, we also know that when it comes to the education system, in a way, the education system was put in place by people, permit me to use the word in quotes, I don't want to use any other word, I need to use that word, by people I will call oppressors. That's why when education started, initially they restricted it to their own children, but with time, they allowed people like you and I to have access to it. Now, but there is a problem, and this is it. The problem is that there is something I will call the raw materials. The raw materials that you need to actually excel, that you need to actually live out what you have studied, is your mentality. So, which, that's why I said, you may go to Harvard and still be behaving like a slave. You may go to the university and have a degree and still not know that, okay, this is what I need to do in order to get this, in order to move to this place. I understand that we all have the days of little beginning, but you are not bound to stay permanently in the days of little beginning. These are some of the mistakes that our parents made. And I don't want us to make the same mistake. Now, the children of who or those are taxed to as the oppressors, they are born in an environment and they are made to think in a particular way. Why? Because of the words of mouth that is spoken to them regularly. Even when the boy is going a wire 
And the facts and the statistics are showing that this one is turning towards failure. The words of the mouth will be the other way around. That you are successful, you are brilliant, that's good. Make one more step, you are getting there. Do you know the effects of that? With time, it begins to sink into that bond. That, you know what? I am the boss. I am the leader. I am in charge. And that's why my granddad, your granddad, call those children masters. Now, let's reverse the case. Imagine from the day you were born, your parents have started, spoken to you, have started speaking to you. This is my star. This is my jaw. She will be the head. That's it. You are doing fine. You will be great. It doesn't matter. You have a see now. All we need to do is a little bit of effort. You will get there. You will get your head. I can tell you that you will be in a different level by now. This little son of the oppressor received what I would call self-esteem, self-worth from birth. So that means even before he gets to the school and starts reading or studying any subject, he already has a powerful mentality. He already has this image that he has an opportunity, is above every other person. That mentality is there. With all the humility and by the grace of God, I went to a private primary school. And one of the things I discovered is this. In that school, it was a mixed school. There were all sorts of people, white, black, all over there. And the same thing with my secondary school. Now, any time we go out, and I go out with my friends, who went to some other government school, there's something that always plays out. I always discover that no matter how you talk, no matter what you say, I will talk. I will say what I want to say. But you know what my friends will do? They will hide at my back. Ah, did you go and speak to him? Go and speak to him. And I begin to think like, what is it that this man is saying that you cannot say? We are all in the same year. We all go to school. But something makes the difference. And this is exactly what I'm saying. Over the course of time, they do something in those schools that I pass through. They give us the mentality that we are superior to every other person. So even when we see our peers, we kind of look at them that, you know what, you're not kind of going to my school, you're not superior. And it's the same thing that I'm explaining to you here. That words of mouth can actually give you what they call self-worth. And the only way it comes is when you know what is written. What is written is what you will say. So which means, if a child already knows his self-worth, and he believes that he can lead, because you have an understanding of what is written about them, then there is very little to do. 
Because that will be the light that will guide you and order your steps. Now, what do you need to do now? I want to teach you how to cancel evil words. How do you cancel evil words? The only thing that can deliver you from what people have spoken to you, which is contrary to what is written, is you need to speak against every evil word. I said, everything in this world, statistics or anything, may have placed you in a position that doesn't favor you. But you can change it. You know, I, I don't know, I read a lot, both casual and everything. There is a particular, for those of us who are doing psychology and all those kind of things, there is a particular theory I hate. They call it Maslow theory. I hate it with passion when I read it. Because it's contrary to what is written in the Word of God. For those who know Maslow theory, you know what I'm talking about. Now let me explain Maslow theory. Maslow theory is what they call, sometimes they call it pyramid of actualization. Exactly. And it says, and it says, and it says this. And it says this. It says, the first thing a man needs is you need survivors. And so you need food and water, blah, blah, blah. The next thing you need is shelter. You need housing and then some kind of security. Then they said, once you have those things, the next thing you want to be as a man is not self-actualization. You want to know who you are. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh. Imagine you have house, you have food, you have shelter. <laughs> you have all those things. And still, you do not know who you are. What will happen? So, you see that Maslow theory is rubbish. Those are the kind of things that they pump into the head of people. And Maslow theory, pictorially, they drew it with a triangle format. You know what I used to tell people? I said, take Maslow theory. Now, turn it. Turn it. Reverse it. When you turn it, now go to the Bible. Now start. Start taking. Start, start reading through from there. When you turn Maslow theory upside down and you go into the Bible, the first thing you will know is you know what is written. When you know what is written, you have an understanding that you are a son of God. Then, when you know that you are a son of God, you know that all other things shall be given to you. So, if somebody said, I said last week, somebody comes and said, because you live in empty remote state, you can't go to this school. Nonsense. You tell them, no, thank you. That my God can make a way for me where there seems to be no way. You defy the existing rule. But you can't do that if you don't know what is written. Because it takes what is written, speaking it, and putting it into prayers. Then it now comes into revelation. 
When it comes into revelation, it now comes into manifestation. I gave an example of Nephemi. Was it last week or when? Last week. I said, one thing I love about Nephemi is, when he goes to Nephemi's Instagram place, even before he goes to the uni, he always says something that is a doctor. A lot of people will sometimes like, this boy is mad. You've not even passed a level. You are telling us that. We don't even know whether you will make it. But that is what he has seen. Because he knows this is what it is written concerning me. He keeps declaring it. And you know what? It is what you declare that people will declare for you. When you have no declaration, people will label you. It might look difficult when you start. But with time, they will start singing the song with you that, where I leave this boy, this is what he or she comes, calls himself. Let's just call him like that. Let's call her like that. So, knowing the word of God, anytime anybody speaks to you, use the word of God to cancel it. I'll give you a biblical illustration. When you go into the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel verse 17, I want you to go and read the encounter between David and Goliath. 1 Samuel 17, and you start from verse 43. When David was about to fight with Goliath, some couple of things transpired, which were what? Powers of words. They were exchanging powers of words. And Goliath told David, he said something that, okay, that you today, I will destroy you, I will kill you, I will sacrifice you as the beast to my God. Did David keep quiet? No. He replied him instantly. That is how you cancel evil words. Anytime anybody speaks to you, you just say in your mind, that's no, that shall not be my portion in the name of Jesus. I gave you an illustration when I was, it happens a lot, a place for work. And somebody says, oh, we are going to that place, we're going to enjoy ourselves and we die. Eh? I will just smile, and I will just say at the back of my mind, I shall not die as I live. That is what you need to do. And that is what the council will work. Now the next final thing you need to do is, you now need to declare the word. Declaration. You see? You need to start declaring the word. The book of Job 22 verse 28 says, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. And light shall shine upon thy ways. My question is, when was the last time you have declared and decreed? Now, to declare means to make known. Declaration are what we speak into the atmosphere. Making known what we already have possession of. That's why you can declare your salvation. You can tell somebody, I'm saved, I'm born again. That's a declaration. You can declare your victory. You can declare your friendship with God. Now, decrees are tools by which you cause the truth in the heavenly realms to manifest in the natural realm. Decrees are tools by which you cause the truth in the heavenly realm to manifest in the natural realm. 
That's why the Bible says, when you are feeling sick, you decree that I decree in the name of Jesus, I am healed. This is not a matter of whether you are a pastor or not. You say it with authority and confidence. We decree provision, abundance, when we are lacking. To decree also means to divide, to separate, and destroy. And I will explain that. You see, decree tells you more of things that happens in the spirit than manifest in the physical. When I say something like, I am blessed, what I'm trying to establish is that God has blessed me and therefore He has separated me from anything that may purpose against my blessings. And not only that, it would destroy the plans of the enemy to take away my blessings. Are you following me? So, in summary, when you decree, when you decree three things happen. One, you stick the blessings of God into your life. Two, you institute the will of God and the purpose for his life. Three, you destroy the plans of the enemy. And finally, you impose a judgment that the enemy cannot oppose. So anytime they say this is this and you change it, you are unconsciously in the spirit realm, imposing a judgment on the enemy. How? The words of your mouth. Because you know what is written. So today, as we finish this topic, please never, never go out there and keep quiet when people say anything that is contrary to what is in the word of God. Just say it is written. When I was preparing my message, I was chatting with my friend. I said, hashtag it is written. So that all of you that says any contrary thing, I will use it. It is written. That's how you start a revolution. Go out there. Start something. Hashtag it is written. Before you know what is happening, people will start joining. And those are the kind of transformational things you can use the social media for. I was following a girl. It was so funny. A casual conversation goes along into a social conversation that has attracted over one million followers. What? He woke up one morning and he says, if Africa was a bar, what would people drink? That's the hashtag. Go and check it. A bar. What will you drink? And you will see all manners, all manners of things. So go out there, hashtag it is written, and you start. That's the revolution. That's the kind of revolution we want to cause in this kind of society. I want you to bow down your head. Begin to think about so many things that you've listened to, consciously or unconsciously, that you have accepted as being the truth, but that is not what is written concerning you. Begin to flash your minds back to them.
and begin to cancel them. Begin to nullify them. I pray that any evil word spoken against you will not manifest in the name of Jesus. Let's stand up and let's quickly pray this prayer. You will pray like this. My mouth shall be larger than that of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. Yes, my mouth shall be larger than that of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. My mouth shall be larger than that of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. God give me a mouth larger than that of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. My portion shall not be given to another. In the name of Jesus. Yes, my portion. What belongs to me, what I'm entitled to, shall not be given to another. In the name of Jesus, my portion shall not be given to another. In the name of Jesus, my portion shall not be given to another. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Every conscious and unconscious negative word used to describe my life. Go back to the center in the name of Jesus. Yes, every conscious and unconscious negative word that has been used to describe my life, to describe my situation. Go back to the center. 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 